0: Now I understand uh, we have the uh, eminent uh, judge on the line,
1: Judge Richard Weinberg, 15 years with uh, uh, General Counsel to Speaker Peter Valone, who was one common sense guy, and uh, then 15 years Supreme Court Justice, and now he's six years in of a 15-year sentence at Red Apple Group General Counsel. <laughs> good morning. How are you, so, Judge? Good morning, John. I'm, I'm good. Good Curtis, that was wonderful music. I was sitting here waiting to go on, but I was bopping myself. Yes, we're all from the same generation. We love that music—the the old Cousin Brucie music—and that's what we listen to. Now we were all upset the the last few days. What's going on? And, uh, Governor Patterson was on before, uh, and he gave us uh, his interpretation of what's going on. And 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 you have—I don't know if you heard it or if you have. what's going on in Albany with uh, uh, the state Senate shooting down uh, the governor? Well, I know, unfortunately, I know all about it.
2: And I think it's absolutely, if I want to be gentle, I'd say it's regrettable. Uh, If I want to be accurate, I'd say it's absolutely reprehensible and awful what the state Senate Democrats are doing, led by generis. What they're doing is they're attacking an independent judiciary. The Court of Appeals of New York has been one of the great courts in the country. For many years, its reputation even exceeded the quality of the United States Supreme Court. That's what you're talking about. Their job is to be an independent branch of government, to decide on the constitutionality of laws. What Gineris is doing, and he's leading the pack of Democrats, the Democratic Socialists are moving this, the Working Family Parties, the unions. They're trying to make sure that whatever left-wing ideological legislation is passed by the state legislature. The court of appeals becomes a rubber stamp. Generis has particularly made an offensive statement, not only attacking the integrity and character of the former chief judge, John T. Fury, but three other judges on the, on the court in his statement that he released yesterday. This is absolutely awful. The bar association should be attacking Generis and Holman, who's the chairman of the judiciary committee is going along with this program. If, uh, the governor allows this to happen. She's totally weakened. She'll be a rubber stamp herself to le- the legislature in the years to come. The last saving grace to protect us against unconstitutional actions is the New York Court of Appeals, and Generis wants to fix this. This is court packing at its worst. Let me ask you a
0: question because you worked many years for Peter Valone Sr. Peter Valone Sr. in Astoria, mentored Generis. Generis. uh... Came uh, made his bones politically uh, under the tutelage of Peter Valone Senior. He was a moderate Democrat. What the hell happened to this guy? He's become the male version of and, and, AOC. I,
1: and and I have to say, I know Michael as well. He's a good person. He went to Harvard. He's a smart guy. I went to his wedding, and I'm disappointed in 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 him aligning himself with AOC because he's one smart kid. Well. What he is is he's
2: ruthlessly ambitious, So he may have been smart. And I know generis from the very <laughs> beginning, too, because as Peter Vallon's general counsel, I would meet with generis. I remember when he first ran for the assembly and then he went on to the uh, then he went on to the state Senate. Then he went on to the state Senate. Uh, he's really the power in the state Senate. That's every, everyone should understand that he's the one who's pulling the, the pushes when he. Wanted to sabotage the Amazon deal, which of course uh, the city and a lot of good people, 25,000 jobs in, in in Long Island City. He's the one who pushed that. When he tried to uh, overturn the state constitution by having a, a gerrymandering of the legislative and congressional districts, he's the one who's pushing it, and it was set back by the court of appeals, rightfully in a decision that was absolutely correct on the law. So Generis is fighting for power. So you may have known him once upon a time, as I knew him once upon a time. But he's nothing but an opportunist. He has no integrity on this, and I frankly believe the real ethical question is about the way he's conducted himself by personally attacking the judges, three sitting judges on the court, in his statement yesterday. So this is awful. Did and, they and force Geron,
1: that woman out? That that, that judge? That, the, yes, I think Janet Efruari. Because yeah, she, and it all came down to that lawsuit about having fair and square uh, assembly districts, right, and senate districts, and congressional
2: districts. and congressional districts.
1: Yeah. and I think the 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 panel did an excellent job in being fair and square, and and the left wing Democrats were upset, of
2: course. But let's let's put this in context that. That you and, and Curtis and our listeners should understand. New York is in trouble. New York City is in trouble. New York State is in trouble. We have to understand that. Almost 500,000 people, as you pointed out, John, in the last two years have fled New York. And these are productive, taxpaying people that want to provide jobs and services and keep uh, all the social programs funded. This is very, very important. It's a signal that people are walking with their feet. They're voting with their feet. They're fleeing the left-wing agenda of the Democratic Socialists, the Working Families Party, and people like Holman and Generis. And, and, and
1: sooner or later, the crap is going to hit the fan because if, if the people of uh, 500,000 people are moving out that are paying the taxes and 500,000 migrants are moving in, that are living off the rest of us. Soon oh, sooner or later, the crap is going to hit the fan. Of course. Let me give you a couple of
2: illustrations of why this is so important. If if we allow this political game to occur, to make the Court of Appeals a rubber stamp, the left-wing agenda, you could have pieces of legislation going up to the Court of Appeals, such as, should reparations be paid? And they'll rubber stamp. Yes, reparations should be paid. Who's going to pay the reparations? Or – if they, local governments want to uh, allow non-citizens to vote, and right now it's barred by the constitution, but if you have a rubber stamp court of appeals, they say, "Oh, yeah, yeah, the constitution allows that." So the public policy implications of this and the real impact of
1: everyday New Yorkers is. I got to get it. Judge. I got to get it off my chest. In twenty years, Venezuela, the richest country in South America, the richest country in South America went from the richest country in South America to a socialist, communist land, and all the middle class moved out. They took over their their country. And And that's what what, what, what what they're doing here. What they're they're doing here in Albany and what they're doing here in Washington, that's what they're trying to do to the United States of America. So I'm calling on all citizens, wake up. The roses are not smelling as well as they should be. And what
2: do you think uh, will happen if Hoke will either withdraws nomination or it's or it's voted down Now you're, the, you're
1: you're you're the judge you know the law and Governor Patterson knows the law this this guy that uh, the senator that's withholding not allowing not well, allowing the vote to go to the floor on this uh, Hispanic judge LaSalle what say Brad you Norman.
2: Oh I think listen He's already announced that they're not going to have, he's saying they're going to have a a, a full and fair hearing, but he's already announced that uh, what the result was going to be. So that's like saying, uh, your execution is scheduled for for 6 a.m., but we'll have your trial at 5 a.m. I mean, it's ridiculous. Now, there may be a device, and Governor Patterson, having been the Lieutenant Governor and Minority of the Senate, would know this better than I, but there may be a device we had in the City Council to have a motion or a petition of discharge to get it on the floor, the full Senate, regardless of what this committee does, which is controlled by the by the Democrats. So if they can get it on the floor, everybody should see how these senators are voting. They want to duck the issue. But there are a lot of people who are afraid of the unions and the working families parties and the, uh, the socialists. Get it on the floor for a vote. Judge Weinberg,
0: this is a matter also of ethnic pride. I remember siding against you when your guy, Peter Malone, was running for Congress against my guy, Herman Badillo, and a guy called uh, Reverend Louis Giganti at that time from the South Bronx. Uh, Badillo won, but it was a great race. And I spent a lot of time with Herman Badillo, who was denied an opportunity to run against Ed Koch in a Democratic primary in 1985. He probably would have lost, but he finally had his shot. And the four horsemen of Harlem stood in his way. That was uh, Patterson, that was Badillo. that was Rangel, and that was Percy Sutton. They said, no, they chose uh, Denny Farrell. Nobody knew Denny Farrell. They thought he was Irish, right? Nobody knew him. And the guy crashed and burned. And Herman said to me, Curtis, there will never be a statewide Latino in New York State or citywide. And I said, what are you talking about, Herman? He goes, Hispanics battle their own. We should have had a statewide uh, person at least running for office statewide or citywide. And if you notice, it is this day. We have no statewide, no citywide Hispanics. They're a quarter of the population. A quarter of the population, you would think this is like Sotomayor uh, being elevated to the United States Supreme Court. All the Latinos were dancing in the streets. One of our own, Sotomayor. LaSalle is an honorable man from Suffolk County. He's a great judge. He happens to be a Latino. Where are the Latinos out there speaking on his behalf? They should be ashamed of themselves. They have no huevos. They have no culions.
2: Curtis, let let me say this. You have, you have a, a Latino on the Court of Appeals, Rivera. She was a professor at CUNY Law School, City University Law School, where I taught for many years. Uh, very nice lady. She got through the committee, the screening committee, of the, which was one of the seven nominees. She was appointed. Both Democrats and Republicans supported her nomination, they were fair to her. Now, her politics, frankly, was not my politics. She was far left. I didn't think she had the legal experience, but she was, uh, she was nominated and she was appointed, and we should all respect that uh, that decision. They're not being fair to Judge LaSalle, but more importantly, they're destroying the whole constitutional system of checks and balances. Right, but Judge Weinberg,
0: and- remember when it looked like Tish James would run for governor? Everybody said, oh, we have to elevate Eric Gonzalez. He'll be the first Latino attorney general. They did the same with Freddy Ferrer years ago. He should run for state controller. I mean, Latinos have been their own worst enemy. They got to coalesce around this guy and say enough is enough. This man is an honorable man. He's deserved the position, and it'll show fellow Latinos and Latinas, yeah, you could serve in a statewide capacity in New York State and be honored.
2: Yeah, Freddie Ferrer, by the way, is uh, is backing the nomination of uh, of Judge LaSalle.
0: Well, they better they better have a press conference. They better have rallies. They better shout down this white Greek guy in Astoria, Generis, who uh, obviously all the Latinos. It seems like they lost their manhood and womanhood. Okay, whatever you say, Generis. <laughs> I mean, it's disgraceful. Well, it really is disgraceful.
2: It's it's bigger than. I wouldn't characterize this as a racial. I understand your, your concerns, but I would say people have to wake up because if the New York Court of Appeals is not an independent branch of government, if it's merely a rubber stamp for the crazy left that's destroying this city and this state, then this city and this state are on its way to becoming California. And California is in serious trouble economically and socially, and this is serious business. The future of this city and this state stand on this nomination It's that important.
0: And what is the governor doing behind the scenes to use whatever clout or muscle she has on this? This, if she loses this, she's lost face. She's lost face. She's basically saying, "State Senate generics, you might as well be the governor. You're the shot caller, I, not me."
2: Absolutely, absolutely. By the way, I don't know if she signed the pay increase bill. Yes, she, she did.
1: She did. She so did. She, so yeah. she's got no bullets left in her gun. Yeah, I would never have signed it. You know, you, want, you know, she has to learn how to David play hardball. David Patterson ball. would have never signed
2: it. Of course not. She never should have signed it. The point of the matter is she does not know how to play hardball. And whatever you say about Janaris, even though he's an opportunist, even though he's ethically questionable, the guy's a graduate of Harvard Law School. He should know better than to attack getting judges on the court of appeals. That's reprehensible. And where's the bar associations and the editorial boards and, as Curtis says, the Latino groups, where are they fighting this absolute outrage? This is politics as dirtiest, it's ugliest, and the future of this state is at stake, and that's why I'm concerned.
0: Well, Judge Weinberg, thanks for giving us edification on this process, what uh, has transpired the history. I still say I was right in supporting Herman Badillo in 1970 for Congress against your guy, Peter Valone Sr.,
2: and Reverend well, Louis Gigante. Well— Peter did all right. He became the Speaker of the Council.
1: <laughs> Thank you, uh, Judge Weinberg, and have a great weekend and Happy New Year. Happy New Year, to you both. Be
0: well. Thank Be well. you.